Hello and welcome to Wow, good God. Nailed it. Let's try that again. Yeah. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Let's Rewatch, the show where we watch movies that we loved in our youth and find out if they're still any good. I'm Brett. I'm Sam. I'm Ash. And I'm Pat. This feels good. This is a good, you tight sounded, intro. You sounded like you were like a VHS being rewound. One of these times, I'll, I'll remember how to like learn how to say it backwards and do like the fucking satanic, like spin Don't. record backwards and hear the rewatch mm. intro. Like, it'll be dope. <laughs> It would probably just say be kind and rewind or something. <laughs> something mundane and not very interesting. Wait, is backwards Brett, does backwards Brett love every movie? Yes! <laughs> yes! He just has nothing but nice things to you say. Backwards Brett. I don't know. I don't know where this came from. If you listen to the shows, I like most of the uh, the movies. <laughs> <laughs> Backpedal all you want. You I, can't undo I your will backpedal you out of the house. I will just out the door. Be gone. <laughs> anyway, we got a guest today. Ash, who's joining us? Yes, we have Rick Ives. Welcome, Rick. Hello. Thanks for having me. Yeah. You're welcome. Rick and I. I want to know to... uh if you keep oh, track ahead. do you keep track of every single movie you do like and don't like? We have talked about this. Okay. We should start keeping a leaderboard. I mean, I can go back and do it. it. Yeah. Yeah. You go back and do it. I feel like evidence. That's a lot of of content to go through. The evidence of our statements technically exists, but were we faced with it now, uh, it may destroy us. I don't think we could handle knowing what our opinions actually were. (laughs) Don't look into the past. It's true. Only look forward. Because there are movies that people, I feel like, have flip-flopped, where it's like, when we recorded it, they were like, yes, I like it, or no, I don't. And then later, they're like, no, I do like it, or no, I don't. And it's like, what? I'm For pretty sure. sure you didn't. Uh, so. Have you guys tried this yeah, app? And I'm we, not saying... Have you tried this app I discovered recently called Letterboxd? Have you talked about that one? Oh, I, I have, have heard of it. Yeah, it so you, you put it mm-hmm. on, and then basically you can log every movie as you watch it and give it a score. So for the last three months, I can see every day what what I watched and then what I gave it. Wow. At the time. <laughs> I love I it. And then over time, you that. can see, oh, I'm rating everything like 3.5 to 4 and almost nothing 1 and 2. No- oh, wow. Or, you know, whatever so, it is for so you. So then you're easy to please, is what you're saying. I really am. That's what I've learned about myself, yeah, in the last couple months. But like, oh, I like a in- lot of these, even bad ones. <laughs> <laughs> Problem is, in this day and age, though, I feel like I wouldn't finish a movie I wasn't really liking. Unless it was for, like, the show yeah, here or yeah. something like that. Yeah, I could like, see that. You just turn it off and go something else on, then the, rate on it. the ye old streams. Give it a yeah. one and move on. And say, didn't finish. But then I'd feel bad because I'd feel bad giving something a one that I didn't finish. <laughs> right. No, it's, if it's a one, then you it's don't a double. Bad. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's a real catch 22. <laughs> it, I wonder that that app sounds like it's going to just train people to leave like wild high and low ratings on every movie. Like, oh, no, I've left too many threes. I must start rating higher or lower. Uh, from what I, I, I hear, if you come a across movie. a movie on there that's like in the four range you know aggregated from everybody it's really good because it's hard to get above a four on there like like youtube letterbox just pushing people towards extremism 
Um, <laughs> anyway, sorry, I, I interrupted you introducing. You interrupted sorry. your own intro, you <laughs> asshole. I can get you back to that. <laughs> uh, but Rick and I went to film school together back in the day. Back when yeah. our film school existed. That's what I was going to say. A college that no longer exists. <laughs> yeah. Wait, really? Yes. Yeah, that's correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, they uh, crash and burn spectacularly. profit private school that we that- spent a lot of money on. And now I don't even know, does mm-hmm. my degree count anywhere? <laughs> it does. That's a great, yeah, I was going to say, that's a great scam. Look up universities and colleges that are now defunct. And as long as the years you supposedly went, print yourself up. Oh, right. Certificates. Because yes. there's no way for them to from... verify this information. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have yeah. so many diplomas. This is a movie idea yeah. right now. This is genius. <laughs> yeah. Pat. Holy shit. Wait, okay. wasn't that? Guys. Didn't they do that in Parasite, though? But it wasn't like a defunct. She just it wasn't made like a, a fake, dead college. Yeah, she just made a fake. Uh, yeah. yeah, I think that was more of a commentary on no one will ever actually background ever check, check. except yes. you, Ash. But except for me, I got background <laughs> yeah. checked. All I know yeah. is, y'all, in 24 hours, you're gonna have to start calling me Doctor Pat. Oh, I Ooh. love it! All right, oh. Doctor Pat, I'm getting that PhD. And you got to hang yeah. it on the wall right behind you, right above your head. There, yes. Be Ash, perfect. your background check was super legit because they called me and they're like, "Can you verify um, that?" <laughs> This Ashley Blodgett. Oh my god! And I was like, "Fucking kidding me!" And I was like, "Yes, they they she works for for Brad Eagles Productions." And they're like, "Great, uh, what dates?" And I was like, "Well, she started in 2015." And they're like, "Yes, do you have a month?" And I was like, "Uh, no, May." <laughs> and they were like, "They're like, oh, we have here September." I was like, "Yes, that's correct." And they're like, <laughs> "They're like." September 12th? I was like, yep, that is absolutely yep. correct. They're like, thank you so much. And I was like, you're welcome. <laughs> wow. Do you think that someone who, there's someone out there who is uh, an avid collector of um, avian sculptures made out of baked goods who stumbled across your company, got really excited for oh, a minute, yes. and then went to the website and was like, just the most disappointed ever you don't know mm. how angry he is that people see his company name because he thought it wasn't public facing at all <laughs> well, well i just thought i was never going to use it for anything i thought i was gonna like that contract was gonna expire after a year and then it would just never it would just go away like it never existed and now it's like <laughs> my whole life is this fucking thing with a stupid name that's almost Lean my name it. but isn't my name and so people are like wait how do you spell that? It's like, it's like the food, but okay. anyway, it's my company's name is doodle. Brett Eagles and, and my name yeah. is Brett Eagleston. Uh, <laughs> Brett Eagles came from AT&T fucking up our cable service when we tried to cancel. And oh, yeah, really? Samantha yes. Wilson and Brett Eagles was and what was Brett on the bill. I was like, are you fucking serious? You thought someone's name Wait, was Brett at and I had to spell it. I had to spell it for <laughs> it's them. From your, it's from your misspelled at yeah. bill. Uh, the bill where they, they owed us $300, so they sent us to collections. Because, um, yeah, you know, AT&T that's what AT&T does. And I yes. had to spell Brett's name out four times, and then the bill came or the check, I should say, came to Bread Eagles. Come on, AT&T. You think someone in America is named Bread? <sighs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Listen, our standards are really low now. So Listen, I ordered a coffee. Don't know. Or no, I ordered bagels from the bagel shop, and they put my name down as 
Buet. B U with umlauts. E T. Buet. It's the best. That's Were you okay. baby talking? The person this taking is, your yes. order? This is your child's name. Like this is your child's name. With cream cheese, please. Strawberry <laughs> <laughs> cream cheese. Uh, uh, My name is Buet. I'm a little bagel boy. <laughs> our our uh, neighbors see. have a little kid who wrote us Valentine's Day cards, and he wrote and he addressed mine to Buet. And I was just like, damn. Hey, that's, that's that was the funniest thing. Can't live it down. <laughs> Yeah. Like a six-year-old is dunking on me. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I still didn't finish introducing Brit. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> the longest intro ever. Uh, so Rick is an editor, right, Rick? I mean, you still do that, right? Uh, yes. <laughs> I do editing. Uh, I'm a weekend warrior for nights and weekends doing editing. And then my day job is assistant editor. Nice. So currently working on for a little... Um, company called marvel studios as an assistant editor Ooh. i saw that i can tell you on your that. imdb which is why but i never heard bring of it up <laughs> that is very cool that's I awesome wanna, i did want to ask you though because you didn't you just watch all the marvel movies last year or was that i more did recently? and i am now a huge fan um that so was when a fantastic i come to atlanta episode. you will have to give me a, a tour <laughs> i wish i could do that but they don't even allow uh. that <laughs> but uh <laughs> i wanted to ask you something i don't think you talked about in that episode at what point I want to know what point did you become a fan? Like, was it halfway through the whole series? Was it like the first couple movies? No, it, so it took a couple movies. I think the first couple movies, I was still like, meh, this is dumb. Yeah, hesitant. <laughs> yeah, skeptical. And then I can't remember which one it was. I'd have to like, hold on, let me pull up the list because I watched them in chronological order. And at some point you were like, dang it, I liked that one. I loved it. I loved watching it in chronological order. I would highly recommend. I think there's only two that, that you watch out of order, remember. right? Then it just I Captain America and, and and Captain Marvel. Well, that means you watched Captain Marvel before almost everything, and it right. like there's yes. so much in that. And then she just disappears, knowing what's coming later. But yeah, eh, true. Um, it worked out. I think it was the the Avengers. Marvel's The Avengers was the, the first one. Avengers one. Yeah, yeah. That I was like, oh shit, I'm <sighs> really I'm in. in. Because that's awesome. Like, I know a lot of a lot of people like Captain America and Captain Marvel, but they just weren't really my jam. Yeah, I do like the first Thor. It is funny how people like like, really pick one because I love the Captain America ones, mm -hmm. and I'm kind of soft on a lot of the magic and other stuff like that. Right? Yeah, like uh, Doctor Strange. Yeah. yeah, but see, some people are total Fans opposite. Magic. Like, yeah, yeah, I didn't really like Captain America, but I love the magic stuff. Okay, that's cool. <laughs> I know I'm all about Thor and Captain. But there's America, something for think, everyone. I like love vintage and World War II, but I'm like, nah, it's too melodramatic. It's funny. Yeah, I mean, two of my it's personal beautiful. favorites are it's beautifully shot though from each of those series. So each of those trilogies. <laughs> yeah. mm, that's funny, Pat. You're the yeah. the in between. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He always is, though. He finds the net positive and everything. Um, yeah, so yeah. we graduated, what, 10 years ago? And I worked in, I did dailies for seven years uh, on a bunch of big wow. stuff. And then I moved out here to Atlanta to work on the last two Avengers movies, doing dailies. And nice. Then really liked it. WandaVision? Uh, uh-huh. I, that's the no. one I did not work on. But uh, oh. there's some more coming out very soon that you'll see my name on. 
And very cool. I, I just loved the Marvel world so much that after that, I was like, please give me a job. Please give me a job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Worked out. That's incredible. So we're still here. And uh, that's, that's it. Rad. Was that like there amazing the first time you went to see one in the theater and you're like, that's my name? <laughs> um, the, the first credits. big movie I worked on for that was called uh, um, Journey to Mysterious Island. Have you heard of that one? Oh. Got yeah, the rock yeah. in it. We went to Hawaii for that yeah. one. Uh, that was a lot of wow. fun. That was the first time I was like, it's happening. This is so cool. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> uh, it's one of those jobs that it does get boring, like any job, because you go and do the same thing every, mm-hmm. every day. But then some days you just pinch yourself and you're like, yeah, but look what I'm working on, man. This is yeah. so fun. <laughs> Not everyone <laughs> gets to do this. Cool. So it's pretty easy to step outside and think, got to hold I on have to this a, one. Another friend that I texted the other day out of the blue. And I was like, hey, what are you working on nowadays? And he's like, oh, just this. And he sends me a picture of the Boba Fett outfit in his backseat. And he totally worked on Mandalorian season two. And I was like, oh, my God. So funny story. I got a credit on Mandalorian season one. And I barely worked on that movie. But I found out the week it came out. And my buddy texted me and was like, hey, I got you in the credits. What? You put me on a Star Wars credit. I can't believe this. (laughs) I still so don't know what amazing. I did, but I love it. Yeah. I didn't get season that's two, but that's fine. I can you, die happy. So you don't even know what you did? Well, we rented the gear to them to do the dailies on, and technically I was oh. the support back in LA, because it, or back in Atlanta, even though they were shooting in LA, mm-hmm. um, because it was our equipment. And uh, I made a couple phone calls to help them through stuff, but that's it. Gotcha. Dang. I'm not that's complaining, cool. though. When it yeah. came back, I they still had... Uh, they still have a lot of footage on the drives that I had to wipe, peeking through it all. I'm like, ooh, this looks good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you had to wipe after you uh, dropped them into your Dropbox folder. Right. Save <laughs> <laughs> nope. forever. Gif. Nobody yeah. wants to fuck with those Disney lawyers. <laughs> yeah, no. That's right. That's neat that you got but- credit for, for that because uh, I re- – one of one of my past gigs, I literally did the entire title sequence for a show, like the whole opening intro, and I yeah. didn't get oh, yeah. any credit for it. And they're oh, like, yeah. oh, you can't. That's the worst. You must you must disavow any knowledge of this project. I was like, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh was yeah. that in your contract? It was uh, in oh. the contract and also in a international treaty. Really? Oh. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Okay. I've been burned in credits before. I'm like, I put so many months into this. You couldn't put my name in the back? Mm. Come on. Oh, yeah. yeah. No one checks on IMDb. I remember in film school, that was like the real like like backhand slap of like, I know you worked on my film, but I'm not putting you in my credits or something, you know? I have 30 seconds of credit. There's 10 people and I could have put you on one of the cards. Come on. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah. So but we are watching a movie, right? <laughs> we are. Ostensibly. Oh, sorry, yes. I'm very excited about today's movie. Uh, we are watching the original Stargate movie. Star Wars. Oh, yeah. sorry. Oh, sorry, uh, Oh, shit. Oh, we're watching movie. Stargate? Uh, I got Star Wars set up. <laughs> I can't Star- tell if you're doing a bit or not. That is a bit. <laughs> yeah. If you haven't seen this in a long time, you'll realize that this is Star Wars. <laughs> so sorry about that. <laughs> I watched a lot of that show, uh, but I, I'm honestly not certain I've seen the, the Stargate show. Movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. interesting. SG one or Atlantis? Uh, SG one, bro. We haven't gotten uh, to Atlantis, although I hear it's good. 
Ash had asked early on if she needed to see the show for this movie. Mm-hmm. And yep. she does not. No. Okay. Because I believe, this movie predates. I thought this yeah. was the moment you were going to reveal that you were lying to me. Yes, yeah. I do. And I lied. <laughs> this is the Actually, finale of the you're show. You're not going to understand no. anything. No, the show was based on the movie. Yeah, the show was based on the movie. The movie came out in 1994. Mm. Directed was, by favorite. Is that the year? Roland Emmerich. Mm-hmm. Oh. Who went on Directed to do by Roland Emmerich, written by Dean Devlin and Roland Emmerich. But, uh, a lot of the characters in the show are from this movie. They're just recasted. Oh. So you might recognize the names. Yeah. Like the type. It's like this guy them, right? is that guy. This guy is that guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a stacked cast as far as as far as recognizable names or faces. Um you got uh Kurt Russell. Ooh. Uh got James Spader. Oh my boy. AKA my Ultron. Boy. AKA yeah. Robert California. Yes. So, yeah, I think we actually, all know him as Robert California. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it, it's it's funny because there is a fun connection here, Rick, that with you, you know, working on Marvel films is there are three actors in this movie that would go on to play villains in Marvel movies. What? In wow. the MCU. What else would it be? Uh, one one a very small what, is one Lee Pace small in this movie? Role. No, but that movie, <laughs> you got the movie right. Oh, so so Kurt oh, Russell, who plays Ego in oh, right. um, Guardians Two, mm-hmm. you got James Spader, who's Ultron, and then uh, Jaimon Hansu is in this. It's his first on-screen role, and he plays one of um, Ronan's one of the bad Guardians guys in One, Corvath. Yeah. He plays Corvath, one of his minion, like one of his uh, like warriors, soldiers. I don't. He's the one who him being in this. He's the one who, in the beginning, catches Star-Lord. And he goes, I'm Star-Lord. And he goes, who? Oh, yeah. right. <laughs> You'll know his face. He's, he's a big actor. Yeah. Um, this says Jay Davidson, who, not necessarily a household name, did very, is only acted in three things, but two were very famous. This and The Crying Game. And there's reasons. I have trivia on that. Mm. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. Um, reasons why he's only intrigued. done two movies? Yeah. Oh. Um, other like gentlemen, who's Eric Avari, which if the name doesn't ring any bells, his face will. He is a character actor who has been in a million things over the years. Um, he's been like in Adam Sandler movies, serious movies, comedy movies. You'll recognize him. Uh, who else? French Stewart. This is French Stewart's oh. first what? appearance. His really? First? Yeah. I don't remember that either. I thought I remembered this movie pretty well too. Wow. What's he doing in this? Uh, being French well, Stewart. I mean, probably. probably. Yeah. <laughs> no one can see right now, but my eyes are squinting and I'm blowing air through my teeth. <laughs> uh, again, Leon Rippey is again not a not a household name, but you'll you will recognize him. Lots of lots of recognizable faces, especially from the nineties. People people you've seen in lots of nineties movies. Um who here has seen this? Me. I- I saw this in the theaters with my dad. Oh, I also remember watching this with my dad, but it was on TV. Mm -hmm. So, Uh, Ash, you've never seen it. Brett, you've seen part of it. Sam and I have definitely seen it. Rick, obviously, you've seen it. You suggested. Let's go right into that. Rick, why was this the movie that we were were watching tonight? This is probably one of the first PG-13 movies I ever saw with my family. And I watched the whole thing sitting on a fireplace in my house, I remember. And I just loved it. It's big action. 
it's the desert. I love the ancient Egypt aspect of it, which is how it gets started. And I mean, I don't want to give too much away because I think I remember it pretty well. But so the mummy is also your favorite. Movie, I loved the, the right? Brendan Fraser mummy. Yeah, the mummy is the mummy. I mean, every living person loves the mummy. Well, Indiana Jones so. was was my jam when I was a kid. You know, anything that's like ancient mm. artifacts and stuff like that. So this one gets into that, and then uh, big sci fi, big sci fi action movie. This is back when Roland Emmerich made really good movies. I mean, what exciting. what else has he done? Independence Day. Independence Day. Oh, right. Okay. He does lots of disaster. He did, yeah. I think he did like 2012. 2012 was his. Day um, After Tomorrow was his. Yeah. Um, White House Down. Yeah. Action disaster movies. 2012, you said that one, right? There was another big disaster yeah. one. Yeah. Oh, de- did I say Day After Tomorrow? They all have like the same name uh, and it's the same you. plot. Yeah. <laughs> it's the same thing over and over. I mean, he's, got a, he's, an, he's an auteur. He's got a style. Oh, boy. He did the, uh, he wrote, he's credited as a writer on the, the, again, we just, in the most recent episode, as of us recording this, that just came out, we referenced the Matthew Broderick Godzilla. Oh, right. The a writer on that. That was his follow-up to oh. Independence Day. Um, Day after tomorrow, Independence Day. So his thing is just like, is shit going wrong yes. in a, on a global scale? That's me. We're going to destroy a city. <laughs> yeah. But this is before that, so there's no city destruction here. Yeah. Still just like a um, good 90s. Yeah, he directed the Independence Day uh, sequel. I feel like Stargate kind of continued that vibe, though, right? Like, this is kind of the, uh, like, the dad beer franchise, where, like, it's it's always fun, and, like, there's stakes, but, like, there's never really stakes. Yeah, it's an adventure, mm. right? <laughs> yeah. Well, there, there's never any doubt that the good guys are going to save the day. And... Right. Pretty much all of them are going to survive. Like I just feel it's. I kind of wonder though because be... this this is the opportunity for that to be way different because I'm drawing all of that info from the the show. Uh, mm-hmm. But like, is this oh, movie right. going to be well, like? Because you know who's in the, the show, gritty so dark you know start. That made it. I do remember this being a little more gritty than the show because the show veered into comedy at times, right? And it was kind Frequently, of silly and yeah. lighthearted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's not what this is. Well, uh, this is more along the line of Independence uh, Day. Uh, where it's like, like a serious action movie. I remember there being a lot of humor. The show was very much like, th- as the time went on, all of the characters were just like, "Oh, great, yeah, planets in danger again." Woohoo! Like, right, right. <laughs> very jaded. I, I feel like that's always going to be the arc, though, with action comedy, especially if, if it's drawn out in a series standpoint, right? Because yeah, because well, Marvel does that too, where it's like it's you can only, only you can only do it so, so many times, where yeah. it's like, yeah. So yeah. that's the natural progression um, of this. Yeah. Um, so it's it's a movie that the opinion of it is very very mixed. Oh, okay. Depending <laughs> on who you ask, this like the scores are all over the place of the different rating. I was noticing um, that when I googled it earlier. Yeah, depending on who you, ask, it's definitely a polarizing movie. Actually, there are people that really love it. Rick, you said you loved it. I have very as we'll talk. I have very. Uh, Fond memories Dude, I of thought, it. I really thought this was and, regarded as a as a well as well liked nineties action. I mean, I'll tell you, I'll go from top to bottom. Uh, IMDb gives it has it ranked seven point one out of ten. Rotten Tomatoes is fifty three percent. Wow, Metacritic. that's critic. That's critic though. Uh, yeah, what's, audience what's gave audio it a seventy three. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. You can never and trust Metacritic is forty two. Yeah. Metacritic okay. forty two. Okay. So that is. I mean, that's that is yeah. pretty wide range though. 
I also feel like sci-fi fans are ha- have the least trustworthy opinions about things. Uh, mm-hmm. What? Like, really? Sci-fi for sure. Yeah, people people are like dick riding their franchise and like if it's not the thing that they wanted, then it's bad. And like, except Star, Star Wars fans, they're always level headed. Oh, yeah, those oh, guys yeah. are just love yeah, they about their yeah, They're really chill. They're real quintessential, chill, chill nice people. guy. Mm-hmm. But did this movie have a fan base? Because the show came out after. Yeah, how long after? Yeah, what is this base off of? Um, oh, Nothing? I think this that, is a no, brand new property. A no, this is its own. This is its own. Oh, wow. Yeah, this is brand new. The movie was. Uh, yeah. I want to say the show. It was started an idea that um, so after ninety seven. Yeah. Three years based off wow. of Latin property Stargato uh, about a cat yeah. from space. Well, uh, but they got rid of the cat for American audiences. It didn't test well. Yeah. <laughs> uh, apparently, there are animals. Roland Emmerich had the idea. Um, he'd been trying to get it going for a little while, but there was. So I'll just jump right in here, though. There was a little bit of controversy. Where they a uh, a high school teacher claimed uh, filed in 1995 a copyright infringement lawsuit. Ooh. He claims that he submitted a manuscript to Fox in 1984 that is pretty much identical to this. Mm. But that was also like four years before Roland Emmerich and Dean Devlin would ever like meet each other. So mm-hmm. uh, he sued for. Uh, hundred and forty million dollars. <laughs> wow! Wow! Been settled. He settled for fifty thousand dollars. Two Ooh. years later. <laughs> Oof! Oh, almost no case whatsoever. Okay, That's, I was gonna say, uh, is this another Matrix or whatever? Where it was just like, uh oh, you stole that idea. This is uh, why studios will not read your script anymore mm-hmm. because of and, the, stuff like this. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. In twenty thirteen, he published a novel called Egyptscape. Egypt, the person based who sued. on the yeah. it was identical to the first movie. Yeah. Wow. Based Egypt on the manuscript escaped. he claims he submitted. <laughs> yeah. I've had that sounds like, like hey, a knockoff of this idea. <laughs> yeah, right. just just for any listeners out there thinking about maybe trying to sue a big company because your idea is kind of similar to theirs. Don't do it. It's all been done. It's, it's yeah. really hard. Like you, you have to prove concretely. That the company literally stole your actual idea. Just right. because you have like, similar themes, it does not mean that you're going to win your case. I have, unless you got a selfie with you with the director holding up your manuscript and you can read the title <laughs> on it. Like, yeah. don't but don't turn then, cons into that hellscape, Pat. Don't give them that oh, advice. Geez. That's a great idea. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey, but, can I get a photo manuscript? Like, fuck. yeah, no, but that, that, that would not hold. They up. just Photoshop in the new name in of the world of deep fakes. You don't even need a photo with the director. Just yeah, just put it on yourself. Yeah, that's a good point, though, Sam. Yes, thank don't you. Do yeah, it. yeah. <laughs> well, it's like people fail to realize, like it's a it's a real thing. Lots of stuff gets invented or made up around the same time by different people, mm-hmm. and it's because just shit that happens in the world like inspires those ideas in people. So like coincidence yeah. is mm-hmm. it's it, it all it is most of the time. Yeah. Uh, unless yeah. unless you're writing the matrix. Uh and okay. you've stolen the plot. I have some other trivia, but I actually want to do this very specific I want to do this in a very specific order. 
because I want to do money game first and then share mm. some trivia. And there's a reason for that. Money I'm game. just trying to fuck okay. with your guys' expectations. Okay. And you have to do the jingle because Rick loves the jingles. So I love the money game. <laughs> <laughs> Ka-ching! <laughs> okay. So budget. What do we think this movie costs to make? Well, uh, I guess Ash, going in blind, more than fifty dollars or fifty thousand or whatever you settled for. Do you want me to read for? you like a logline or a tagline or something before you guess? Since you do you know anything it? about this? I know. A little bit of the only thing I know about Stargate is there's a gate and they walk through it, <laughs> and I think okay. it transports them somewhere. <laughs> a, a gate, very <laughs> few stars. Yes. Wow, very um, few stars. I know that Bryce loves. Or okay, wait, no, let me walk that back. Okay, I know that Bryce used to watch the show and so today he was like mm-hmm. what movie are you watching and i was like stargate and he's like oh okay and i was like you want to watch it with me and he was like nah and i was like but i thought you love stargate and he was like i watched it because i had nothing better to do and i was like oh okay well, you know stargate the series we visit a different world every episode but it all happens to be the same semi-arid desert scape <laughs> like oh like, is it really yeah <laughs> like me, it's obviously just like what was right behind the building where they where they were oh no <laughs> yeah they just well, went out into the desert star trek. yeah they're just like we got a star trek knockoff yeah. let's go with this and then it was on sci-fi channel right so that was just their property yeah they kept doing like this mm. the first season of stargate was very much like uh Every episode, there's like a temple or like an alien, uh, like city, and like the inside of the building was exactly the same layout with just different props. <laughs> and you're just like, oh, okay, all right, this I get is it. The yeah. soundstage I mean, what we can have, you do? so <laughs> dress it different, but <laughs> um, uh, I can read you a tagline or something. It's uh, okay. well, there's two of them sealed and buried for all time is the key to mankind's future. That and, literally tells oh, me nothing. Want to it see tells this you one. everything, it will, Ash. This tells you more. It will take you a million light years from home, but will it bring you back? Okay, that Ooh. one's better. Like uh, that it's one. the third one. Let's party. They just they Sorry, needed just more than one tagline. They were like, <laughs> we need more. More for marketing, uh, please. Hold on, Brett, Brett, back up. I would love to see a version of Stargate with Arnold Schwarzenegger in the James Spader yes. role. Yes. Ooh. <laughs> but I love James Spader. Can they both be in it? Can they be twins? Can it be like the movie <laughs> Twins, line up but in Stargate? <laughs> uh, all right. I saw a dinosaur today, so my guess is 65 million years ago. $65 million is my budget. Wait, what? What Although I feel like oh, this might have been even right. bigger budget and like a huge flop, so what I don't know. But it was '94. Yeah, what studio? That's a good question. That's a great question too. Um, um, was this Fox? Was this a Fox movie? That checks out. Might have been. Sure. I don't know. It was this. I feel like this might have been on a listicle about like you know adjacent to Waterworld about like huge money losing properties. Uh, yeah. No, I don't the, think. No, I don't think. So. But they the had enough to pay this guy. Chump chain. The production companies are listed as Canal Plus, Esley Studio Canal, Centropolis Film Productions, Carol Co. I feel like I remember Metropolis in the 90s. Centropolis, yeah. Oh, Centropolis. Never mind. Yeah. I'm going to say budget of 42. Damn it. I was going to say, okay, 40. I say 40. Ha! I'm going to (laughs) say 52. 
Nice. All right. Middle in. Well done, in. Sam. 55. Ooh. Ooh. 55. Oh. I was off 55. by 10. 55. Dang. So uh, let's just go Let's go straight to You forgot it worldwide. was 1994, Brett. <laughs> I, I don't know. This is this is one year after uh, the the biggest year of the '90s. We we got the Jurassic mm-hmm. Parks and the the big adventures. I figured maybe this was a, a you know they threw money at stuff after that year, riding the coattails. Yeah. yeah, but what were you gonna say, Pat? We'll take us to the next trip. Say, uh, I was gonna say, what do you think it made? Ooh, so this is worldwide. Yeah, yeah. office. I got worldwide and domestic. You can just pick one. I'm gonna say worldwide, two forty. Ooh, nice. Oh, that's big. I think it made one twenty. What worldwide. year did the show start? I'm gonna say one fifty. Ninety seven. Okay, so it took three years to get the show going. Yeah, so it wasn't like instant success. Yeah. Uh, you I'm gotta remember, say... this is a time where sequels didn't happen. Bang, 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 bang. Like true, they true, today. that's true. true. That's true. I'm gonna say they double. They double. I mean, you don't have a lot of sequels in the nineties. They got they got 110. You said 110. Sam, you said 120. Ash, you said. I think I said 150, but I literally don't remember. I said two something. No, no, that was Rick. Uh, oh, okay. And Rick, you said, said 240. 240. I'm feeling like that's going to be way too high now. Okay. <laughs> Ash and Rick almost tied. Rick technically is one million dollars closer. It was 196. Oh. Wow. wow. That's. Okay. Quite a haul. U.S. it did seventy one, so it made it, it. It profited in the states. Um, okay. This feels like a so, big international movie. Yeah. So it was profitable. I okay, mean, James which Spader was pretty expect. hot, right? And Russell Crowe. <laughs> it's not Russell, Kurt Russell. Crowe. Kirk Russell. Kurt Russell. Whatever. Whichever one it is. <laughs> Kurt. <Yeah. laughs> it's fine. Not the gladiator. All, all actors are interchangeable. <laughs> so. It was successful financially, but all right. Yeah. I'm, I just love this trivia because <laughs> James Spader admitted he did the film for the money as he found the script to be awful. He said, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I've always wondered In if actors magazine- like have that, like, do they? Because, like, I watched this terrible film with my mom recently and I was just like, were they just like, sure, give me the paycheck? Because The Rock was in it and Kevin Hart was in it. And I was like, this is not good. And Aaron Paul was in it. And I was like, were you guys just like, sure, why not? I'll just take the money. Sure. Absolutely. I mean, when yeah, somebody sure. offers you 15 million, 20 million, 30 million dollars to, to do, go work for three months, you don't say no I to know, that. I Listen, so. The Rock is in a lot of movies and very few of them are actually good. Like, there are the ones that you everyone loves. You take that back. No, I'm not taking that back. No, he's <laughs> in a lot of... He's in a lot of... Furious Island. I like The Rock. I'm a fan, but he's in... Yeah. The Fast and Furious franchise, which you cannot take down off of the pedestal it lives on. Agreed. <laughs> <laughs> on. I've got to get back on that movie quest. Now, he is in a lot of movies... Mass he is in a lot of movies that seem like the fake movie... Yes, in a movie. That you would, you yes. Know, when you walk through the, Absolutely. You walk through the theater, there's, like, posters up, and you see Skyscraper. Yeah, like, what? that's not real. <laughs> yes, or like the one you were talking about that you worked on is like that doesn't feel like a real movie. There's no way. <laughs> oh man, sorry, Pat, we interrupted you. That's cool. Oh, Pat good. Was I just, just narrowly avoided disaster. I forgot to plug my laptop in. <laughs> it was almost about to die on me. Podcast professional. Yeah. But okay, oh, so he here. hated the script. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, he okay. 
is another quote is that it was so bad. Then he decided it was so bad. It actually intrigued him and met. He, so he met with Roland Emmerich and was inspired by the director's passion and decided to make the movie. <laughs> wow. What a great um, Inspired story. by the director's passion. That's pretty great. So let's talk about Jay Davidson. So Jay Davidson, Jay Davidson was a model. And he had done The Crying Game in 1992, which was like a big hit. And is anyone here not familiar with The Crying Game or what the whole deal is? I have not seen it. Yeah, I don't know. That, yeah, but we do must, you know, like, I, not if you haven't seen it or not, but do you know what the, like, the whole deal? No. 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 Is it like okay. a spin the wheel? And he is no. okay. feminine presenting through the whole movie. And then oh. it's like revealed at the end. Wait, are you that, spoiling the movie for us? I'm, yeah, I'm spoiling the 30-year-old movie. Yes. Wait, hold on. That was the plot of Ace Ventura, Pet Detective. Not the one we're <laughs> of Crying Games, yeah. <laughs> the plot of Ace Ventura. <laughs> it, oh, I don't no. know enough to be super, do a super deep dive well-versed conversation. It just basically, it was a, it was a thing where people did not realize, I guess, going into the movie that he oh, was Oh, that not his character a, was a woman trans or, or something? That, like, they thought he actually was a woman through the whole thing till like, the very end. Or, it, it was a whole, like... Okay. Think it was like for good and bad. There was like people that were weird about it. There were people that praised like the performance and everything. But basically, he hated being famous. Like he hated the attention oh. that he received for it. He didn't even want to act in this movie. Mm. So Seems he like told them. So far, no one did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but so he told them. He he, he stated multiple times. He goes, I threw out, yeah, I'll do it for a million dollars, thinking they would never agree to that. And they did. Dude, that's that is rule oh, number no. one of freelancing. You you set a price. What is the amount? Yeah. If you don't want to do the job, what is the amount that makes it worth it for you? And you would be surprised how often yeah. uh clients go, Okay. Yes. And you're like, yeah. Oh shit, uh, all yeah. right. <laughs> it's it, that's that's my advice to everyone is it's always better to to uh charge Price twice high. as much and only get half the work <laughs> <laughs> he despised his costume so much on the last day of shooting his scenes after hearing the final cut he stripped completely naked on set in front of the whole crew without <laughs> going to his trailer <laughs> and then walked to his trailer completely naked wow um, yes yeah he said he that retired from acting cool. after this he's appeared in one short film since wow uh this i guess i need to ask like a professional actor, but like, why would you do that job? Why did you start acting? Like, it's not just out of a out of the blue, I mean, right? I like, he's totally probably see... like a drama student or something. And no, he's a model. He was just a model. Just he had, model? it was okay. for his look that he was cast in Crying Game, and for his look that he was cast in this. And he actually did a good job, apparently, acting in Crying Game. But I could totally see acting being one of those jobs that many people think would be amazing and awesome and want to do. And then, and then I'm sure like there are it. tons of people that when they actually get and actually getting like a high stakes uh, acting job too, right? Like a major mm -hmm. motion picture. I can see lots yeah. of people being like, oh, I don't like this at all. Yeah. Like yeah. the way it actually goes. Because it looks, I mean, that's the whole point of it, right? Is it looks fucking great from the seats on the screen, mm -hmm. right? Like yeah, yeah. But when you're on set for you get to 12 dress hours a day. Costumes. Doing the mm -hmm. same three lines over and over and over and over and over. Exactly. It's like so tedious and boring. Everyone I've always yeah. brought onto set or talked to as extras or whatever afterwards, they're like, oh, this is, why would you ever want to do this? <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. Really have to There's have a the lot of sitting around. See how it ends. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
especially mm-hmm. if you're an actor, there's a lot of just especially like actors. sitting and waiting, waiting and body oil. That's why, like, whenever I do a shoot, I really try to be conscious of that and schedule around it so that people aren't just like sitting around for several hours and they really uh-huh. appreciate it. So, pro tip try to make your call times for actors appropriate. <laughs> It's, it's not tip. always possible, though. Yeah, uh, I just like, I just love his attitude, though. Like, so wardrobe and cinematography had to work around his Jay Davison's nipple rings because he refused <gasps> to remove them. Wow! <laughs> oh, no, that this is funny. Mm-hmm. But not, do we see them in the film? No, they worked around them. <laughs> you you yeah. just put a shirt on him. Come on. Well, you say worked around them, and I'm just imagining like nipple ring well, circles, and then the everything else is there. covered up. I just like feel like that they yeah, clearly wrote it into the script. Yeah. Interesting costumes for him. <laughs> this alien has nipple rings. Can we just be cool with that? Yeah. Yeah, just make them like glow. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, this film. Is, so I, I mentioned it's kind of mixed reviews from critics, and uh, this film is on. Uh, the late Roger Ebert's official most hated list. Ooh, he did no. not what? like this movie. Oh, no. I'm Gosh. so excited now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's interesting because because uh, Roger Ebert had, uh, I want to say I agreed with most of his opinions. Sometimes I was it really disagreed, but like, I feel <laughs> like he had a good read on a lot of stuff. He had a lot of interesting like he could always back it up with like this is why it's bad and not just I didn't mm-hmm. like it. So I wonder I wonder what he yeah. saw in this that made him Well his whole so thing was does rev- a movie set out to do what it's been trying to do? Right? Mm. So if it succeeded at what it attempted at then he was okay with it. But you're right, sometimes it was like he didn't he just missed, I think. <laughs> I kind of want to look up his review of this at some point and read it. I don't I didn't want to do it before watching it. Yes. didn't want to Spoilers. be too influenced, but oh. I am curious because yeah. I, if we could like kind of just segueing into like predictions, like I remember really liking this movie and enjoying it and, and by no means thinking it's like a flawless movie or one of like the all time greats, but just a very enjoyable. I just remember being a very enjoyable sci-fi action movie. They spent a lot of money on it. The visual effects might not hold up so well today. But this was a time where a lot of it was still practical, so I think it's going to look pretty good overall. Ooh. And there's a lot of extras, remember- so it feels big, you know, like big groups yeah. of people. Well, okay, so you say a lot of extras. <laughs> um, they uh, extras trivia. They used a lot of mannequins. Oh, good. <gasps> oh, wow. wow. I'm excited for this. Like keys on Van Nuys. <laughs> oh, um, God. Yes. <laughs> Yes. Uh, oh my god. For the for that the listeners. LA reference. Keys on Van Nuys is a uh, Toyota dealership <laughs> and uh, you can see all three floors of it from the highway as you drive by. And they just horrifying. to make it look yeah. like they're popular and that people would actually go there. They have mannequins all over and it's just a horror show. Just straight and out. And some of, your of them nightmares. are like teetering on the edge. So you're driving and you're like, holy shit, they're committing suicide. And then you're like, oh, oh but it's no. like painfully <laughs> oh, no, they're obvious fine. That they are, those are mannequins. Yeah. Not like, oh, yeah. Well, not at first, not but at first. like, you know, like, cause you're driving. So like for a second, you're just seeing it out of the corner of your eye. You and the then as soon, yeah, as soon as you look, they're wearing like 
shitty clothes and like have awful wigs and you're like okay yeah you have to look but directly at them to is see that the one obvious wearing man jinkos yeah. <laughs> that was trending during the super bowl because people were comparing the super bowl to that which was amazing oh. uh so yeah yes. horrifying that's great i mean i'm just gonna go right into and say i'm gonna predict that i'm going to like this movie and enjoy watching it i think yeah the special effects i think are going to be i think we're going to get some super early cg that i don't know i think they use it sparingly so we'll see how Mm -hmm. that works i think i remember maybe kind of like a a watery cg thing that i don't know if that's gonna look oh no well that was like water or fire is never good the portal itself is like the cheapest pot like this is the maximum that cg can do right now (laughs) like (laughs) I feel like some of the sets, though, are going to be... I feel like I remember some of the set pieces being okay. Kind of cool. I don't know. Because okay. it's been a while. I think I'm going to like it. Is I think... the portal, like, Alex Mack style? Like, <laughs> shit? Oh, my God. That's exactly <laughs> what it is. Yeah, that's exactly Alex oh, Mack. Man. I haven't thought about that. Um, Turn up the spectral highlights. <laughs> I think I'm going to enjoy watching it. I think overall, I think it's going to be... I'm going to predict for the group. It's going to be a... a uh, a relatively positive experience. Okay. We'll have shit to talk about. Oh, don't worry. But I'll I'm, tell you what. What Alex my, Mac portal for sure. <laughs> what my enjoyment uh, will hinge on is um, exactly the bullshit sci-fi argument that I was making uh, jokes about earlier. Is will this live up to my expectations of what the show was? Because the show was. Uh, so freaking enjoyable to watch like just a joy uh it was it was cheap it was uh jokey it there was low to no stakes even when the stakes were the highest and uh if if this is just an action movie i will probably be like oh man uh and i kind of get the vibe that that's what it's gonna be uh but Mm. if it's got the jokes I'll, i'll be for it if it's got James so, Spader, I mean that's all you need. So, so Brett, <laughs> I I have some uh, factoids to drop on you that might make us all go. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. Pat, she's got her water has trivia. broken. Go go go. Uh, oh, oh. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Um. So you've seen this? Oh shit! I thought I've only seen part of it. I've like no. I, I know a couple of scenes. Have I watched this whole movie? Yes, with Uh-oh. me. Oh, I don't no. remember when it I, at all. When oh, I worked that's at not Dream- a good sign. Yeah, when I worked that's at DreamWorks, I rented it and we watched it together. So we watched this within the past ten years, and I, I don't remember it at all. I don't yeah. remember that experience. He, yeah. So I mm, scary fact. I neuralized it from my brain. It's gone. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, like the movie Seven Psychopaths, which I do like. But I've I've seen that movie multiple times, and then after watching it, I'm always like, I don't remember oh what God. happened in that yes. film. I've only seen it the one time, but if you told me if I liked it, I was like, yeah, I think I did. But I couldn't tell you one fucking thing that happened in that right? movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it just evaporated. It totally like, does. The men in black guys come out after you watch them and like, yes, your memory. <laughs> yeah. there, there are very few movies that I have watched that I don't remember anything about. This is weird yeah so um i'm very sorry to to break your little movie heart however you you know what though that says that it's not so bad 
that it's you true. clearly remembered it. So it's maybe true. it's all right. Maybe it's right but middle of the road. Isn't that the biggest <laughs> failing of a movie where it's not even bad enough to be memorable? Yeah, <laughs> I guess. Yes. I, yeah. But I like Seven Psychopaths and I can't explain <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. And the worst part is, is I also don't remember a lot about this movie. Um, I do. I, and I know I've seen it at least twice. Um, and I know we watched it after we had started watching Stargate, the series. So we did a mm. lot of like comparing the casting of the movie to the casting of the show. And I think we preferred the casting of the show. Um, uh, so I don't know what that means. Um, and I think I remember feeling like the movie dragged a little bit, like it needed more action. Oh, it needs so, more action. Oh, take this is that, opposite. We'll Not see. enough action. I don't know. This is my fuzzy, fuzzy memory from back in 2012, 13. So almost 10 years ago. Wow. But. You guys remember 2012? I don't. Barely. That's it. That's all I got. Oh, I did see it in the theater with my dad, which is kind of remarkable because what you said, it came out in 94, which would have made me five. And my dad took me to see a PG-13 movie. That feels young for this. Yeah. Maybe I watched it on TV with my dad, but I, I don't know. I have like a distinct memory of like, of them being trapped in the desert and I was like, how are they going to get home, Dad? He's like, you just got to be quiet and watch it. You just got to see. <laughs> just Your shut dad. up, Sam. I'm watching Kurt Russell and James Spader. Don't ruin this for me. I'd never get out. Family movie Your mom made your me take you being, with me. Uh, super inappropriate is yeah. definitely on brand for your dad. It's true. My family, like, they don't really care about, like, censoring movies for for kids. And, and we always watch inappropriate things. I watched Clockwork Orange with my dad. That was yeah. interesting. Yeah. yeah. At the age of five. <laughs> Not five, five, thankfully. Yeah, we've I told I distinctly we've, remember we've, turning to him and being like, So is this just porn? And he was like, Yep. And I was like, Cool. I'm gonna go now. This is weird. <laughs> it yeah, I had to watch Clockwork Orange in my college class, like with my instructor and my other like students. It, and it, wow. It's like I guess Hmm. I guess it was college. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. Well, that wasn't so bad. That was like the least sexual thing in that in the class in college. Oh, that is not true. We've we've told this anecdote before uh, uh, about the the human sexuality class where they brought the people in to whip the students. Human sexuality class. I didn't watch this movie in human sexuality class. They did lots of stuff weird I'm, I'm just saying in directing for animators you expect the sex in human sexuality class you don't expect the snuff of clockwork orange in your directing class i'm just gonna say i mean it's kubrick they gotta play kubrick <laughs> there's so many other kubrick movies this like, is true the shining would have been a better option in my opinion but yeah you know whatever that's not the movie you're watching we're talking about stargate which clearly is so riveting that we <laughs> stayed on topic. Okay, well, I'll go. I know nothing. I am Jon Snow. Um, I've been sober for four weeks now. No, I'm just kidding. Um, actually, I have. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey. Um, 
But, uh, I, yeah, I don't know anything. I am very excited that James Spader is in this. Uh, and Kirk Russell. Is that the right Kurt. one? Yes. Kurt. Kurt Russell. Um, and if you're a fan of James Spader, you're really going to like it here because he's young and skinny mm. and hunky. Oh, that's, that's skinny hunk? Spader I like. I remember being a big nerd in this. <laughs> so? Yes, he is made out to be nerdy. Oh, but. That is He's different weird. than the James Spader who who came to the office, you know, years <gasps> later. I remember the haircut, though. Oh, yeah. no. Yeah, he's, like, he's got that early 90s, just like, oh, crazy no. mop of hair. The fluff hair. Stop ruining yeah. this for me. This Feathered. was my one thing like, I was excited about. Oh, trust me, we're not it. the ones that are going to ruin it. <laughs> um. So, yeah, I'm excited. Uh, I'm excited to laugh. I think I'm going to enjoy this movie. Because I think I'm going to laugh at it a lot, which will be fun. So, yeah. Net awesome. positive. Rick, what do you remember? Um, what do you think? Yeah. I mean, I feel like I've said, I think I'm going to, based on my letterbox reviewing habits, it's going to be right out of four out of five. <laughs> and like I said, the, some of the visual effects not going to be so great, but a lot of it's practical. And, uh, you should start a just YouTube review channel where just everything you're like, yeah, four stars. <laughs> just everything. <laughs> oh, four out of five. Everything I watch is four out of five. Yeah. <laughs> See how long it takes. For yeah, someone for to- someone to notice. Uh, it's like I Justine, who like every product review, she's like, this blows my mind. And everyone's like, you say that every time. Every time. <laughs> it doesn't mean anything anymore. Yeah, exactly. Maybe it blows your mind because they paid you a bunch of money. Ah. Well, let's go watch this thing. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, yeah. We're going to pause the recording and go and watch Stargate. We'll see you when we get back. All the cops at the donut shop say, walk like an Egyptian. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. Yeah. We should just come out of the gate and address the elephant in the room here, which is that this movie stole an awful lot from the Cheesecake Factory. (laughs) What? (laughs) Excuse me? I'm gonna need you to unpack that. Yeah, uh, you're gonna. Have you ever been to the Cheesecake Factory? Everyone, everyone, be quiet. No one interrupt. (laughs) No interrupting. Sam. Yep. The floor is yours. Uh, the entire aesthetic of this movie is the Cheesecake Factory. It's just missing the cheesecake. Yeah. I'm sorry. What? I'm still not understanding. I kind of get. You're talking about like the interior of <laughs> yeah. like the yes. spaceship pyramid. The interior yeah. And the exterior it's like of super, every cheesecake it's like gold and like yeah. red. It's like yeah, yeah, yeah. The cheesecake factory aesthetic is weird. <laughs> it's kind of like weird, like is white, like it's always like an androgynous, androgynous. I can't say the word. Androgynous. Uh, server with, with nipple rings that you it, can't see. Yeah. It has nothing to do with the yeah. people and everything to do with the decor. No, I get that. Okay. Cheesecake factory does have kind of like a vague, like white person's take on. Some vaguely North African, middle like Moroccan. Yeah, yeah. Right? are you talking? Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's white the fantasy. Of Egypt. The Dude, have you not been? Is like, it decor- been that long? I have been yeah. in a cheesecake factory. Brett and yes. Sam are on the same page yeah. wavelength as me. Yes, thank you. Yes, yeah. Pat gets it. Pat gets it. Yeah. 
Ash is okay. too classy for this shit. She's got like awesome restaurants that she goes to. She maybe went to a cheesecake oh, yeah. factory once. It's just like let me let me All complete the, the picture awesome for restaurants you. Restaurants in Ventura. <laughs> That I've totally been to in the past year. Yeah, it's all been DoorDash in the last year. <laughs> imagine the Cheesecake Factory exactly as it is, and then imagine a Sphinx statue in the Cheesecake Factory. Wait, okay, hold on. I, mean, exactly I have to Google same. it. Cheesecake. <laughs> it's it's got a little bit more, maybe maybe it's a little bit more of a Stargate Atlantis vibe. I literally <laughs> have not been to a Cheesecake Factory since you guys lived in Pasadena. I think. Yep. Us that either. tracks. There's not really a great reason to go to one, but no, you know. Do, do you want to hear in a restaurant that is maybe notorious for food abominations? One of the most abominable things they've ever done. Yes. Was it a snowman that we ordered because Katie was pregnant when we went there one time? Totally excusable. They one time on their menu had beer battered French fries. What? <laughs> I'll do for it. a limited okay. time. I'll do it. I mean, yeah. They were awful. Oh. And you're not even pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. That's disappointing. Mm. Were they soggy or like? Yeah. Kind of. It was just very, very thick. So it was like the stick, like thick steak fries. And oh, then that's the problem. Very, very thick layer yeah. of thick, chewy beer batter. Like, uh, ooh, uh, no. Like they need to be like. Oh, fucking, around it? Like ooh. panko fries. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were like coated in beer batter and then fried. Ugh. Yeah, mm. that's too thick. See, Fried I thought you were, thick. I thought you were gonna talk about the elephant in the room. That is, I am digging James Spader's hair in this movie. Uh, guys. Ew, <laughs> no, no, <laughs> I like told the mop you, you were gonna love James. That has better be a joke. <laughs> Listen, that hair is James bad. Spader, James Spader is hot no matter Ew, what. Is That's he? all I can Really? Yeah, James Spader's <laughs> super hot. Okay. Even when he's sneezing constantly no, when he is the uh, same dirty rag that he's been carrying when around. When he is causing the coronavirus to actively kill another civilization, no, then that's not very hot. <laughs> oh, but. yeah, all those people are so dead from germs now. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh. Is it... Oh, man. Am I wrong to think that, like... James Spader looks like a little bit of a less fucked up Christopher Walken. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, first off, uh, how dare you about Christopher Walken? <laughs> and second off, yeah. yeah we were just yeah, having this see conversation it. the other day about, was that on D&D chat about people who are ugly hot? Uh, yeah, because- maybe, yeah. <laughs> Ugly, ugly hot. hot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, but who? Can't name, say I've ever heard that I mean, this, well, we're on the conversation topic <laughs> of Christopher Walken. Too, he's, yeah. he's a face that yes. you're like, something's okay. wrong here, but also, I get it. Also, I'm highly turned on. <laughs> <laughs> so really, I, Spader was your guy in this not chiseled jaw. I was going to say, you like James Spader's hair, but the first thing you didn't say was Kurt Russell's hair. Okay, well, that was terrible. As soon that as he comes so off, bad. it yes. looks like his flat a pencil top. eraser. Yeah. It is so yeah. sharp. He could cut okay, somebody. So he hair. had the stupid hair. He had the beret. 1994 was also the year that Street Fighter the movie came out. Uh, oh, yes. This was obvious. <laughs> Very guile. They were, they were well, banking on that guile. Yeah. His role should have been played by Jean 
Paul Van Dam. Jean Paul. Jean Paul the second Van Dam. Claude Van Dam. I forgot to mention. Funny. I mean, Roland Emmerich knows Jean Claude. He also directed Universal Soldier. Really? Oh. Oh yeah. I mean, there he was. It was clearly that he was clearly the first choice, and something came up. Street Fighter came conflict. up. JC, yeah. I love some JCVD. I don't think he could. Maybe the rest of the Do movie he could play that role. The scene introducing that character. Oh. Yeah, yeah, he could not have that kind of morose <laughs> gravitas. True. Yeah, exactly. When you find out John claude Van Damme lost his son <laughs> to a gun accident. Yeah, but was that really uh, a good way, scene? Why did we need why did we need that? Does that matter? No. No, and it wasn't even good. It's because he had way... nothing. He felt like he had nothing to lose, so he was willing to take the suicide he, mission. He was, yeah, willing to take the suicide mission. But like, first off, how did the two other soldiers not put it together? Like they had to have it explained to them in the car after. <laughs> oh, the scene. that was for. I mean, that's one hundred percent for the uh, the dumb dumb audience. The audience already we put knew. it together with but three Ash. shots, and they walked out of there like, "What happened to his son?" <laughs> <laughs> so it's. That is interesting, though, because I noticed that as well. And it's like, it's one of those things where I think that played differently in the 90s versus today. Probably. uh, uh, Because all I could think about was like, boy, like, the government's super fucked up that they were like, who's the most suicidal, like, high-ranking person we can find? (laughs) Like, oh, yeah, the guy that his kid killed himself because he left his gun out because he's a fucking dumbass. Like, cool. Yeah. Bro, you want to kill yourself on a mission into another planet? Like, God, you uh, could like, just have easily it- had him show up the first time at the underground bunker or whatever, and he looks scary. And then you don't, you can just yeah. drop everything about don't let these other kids play with guns. Because why? Or we could have like learned as we went on instead of it being really heavy handed in the beginning. Well, wasn't that anyway? Yeah, somebody somebody who was more alive and adult in the 90s than us. Uh please. Uh was it a thing? Like was there I mean, I don't want to actually I don't really want to know, but <laughs> cuz that scene with the gun and the dead kid is like super tropey. Like it was a lot in the 90s. You know that that was not the only time I've seen that. I can't I couldn't name mm. the other times I've seen it right now. But like that just felt this- like they're doing this because it's been done and this is the way you introduce that and yeah, I feel like people's movie intelligence, for lack of a better term, has definitely like improved. Like mm-hmm. people pick up on things more, yeah, and they so, don't need well, that's just fed anymore. That's, that's just normal because the more that gets created, yeah, right, the more you. It's understand. the same way as like how like comedy is always evolving and stuff because the language and that and like the general right IQ is always yeah. like building. It's always referencing itself and then building on that. Yeah, I guess, that's right, but like Joker director. People were, anyway. you know, there are people who are still new to movies called children. And like when they watch that, you know, versus today's version of I Have a Dead Kid, uh, like how much, like how, what do we expect? Like where, where is the low bar? How do you On introduce? today's version of I Have a Dead, <laughs> dead Kid. Yeah, right. Oh my God. <laughs> you um, get what I'm trying to say? <laughs> no, I do. I do. Can we also talk about the fact that the dude who, I mean, I guess it's fitting for his character, but the dude who's, like, really concerned about gun safety is also, like, throwing guns and pointing guns, like, at the children at the same time. Oh like, he's like, I mean, this is dangerous, and he yeah, grabs yes. it and he throws it. 
also and I'm he, like, what are you doing? The guy tries to touch his gun and he goes, no, and points it right at he him. He points it at him. Like, yes. Dangerous, like right in his face. God. Because like, he trusts himself. Oh he doesn't trust <sighs> other people. That's why. But, uh, uh, okay. Right. It makes me feel like that never was in the script. And then at some point, Kurt Russell or somebody came along and was like, this character needs something else what can i do here let's reshoot a scene <laughs> at the beginning else. and my kid's gonna be dead and then they just threw it in there i mean what yeah. else is gonna be it feels so extra they, his character took like a hard turn near the end of the movie he went from like way serious and like weird meathead army dude to like a little bit of the jokey character from the tv show like he did all those double takes mm, like and the wink and the, yeah, but like uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. it was like, all like, at once. <laughs> when he pulls his hood back and he's like, all of a sudden, he's like, "Hey, how are you?" Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. That I would fully expect to see that in the, the and show. then. Uh, it, I mean, yeah, he had the very Arnold. It's like, yeah, say hi to King Tut, asshole. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, where'd that come from? This is not your character. I mean, I like it. I like that Russell Crowe, like. Oh, yeah. Like Big Trouble in Little China, Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe. Crow. Kurt, Kurt Russell. You did it to me now. <laughs> Kurt Russell. No, 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 no. This is no, not my fault. This you, is not my fault. You brought that plague into our house and it spread it around. <laughs> Listen. Kurt Russell Although Crow. if my brain isn't working, doesn't mean it's contagious. <laughs> I would like to see a version of this with Russell Crowe, though. As the same guy? Is he Australian <laughs> or American? Military guy. Oh, good question. Good question. Isn't Australian. he Australian? I mean, in the movie. I mean, but he's he in the movie. Oh. He meant in the movie, yeah. <laughs> it could go either way. <laughs> Maybe my dumb brain is contagious. I got nothing to lose, mate. He's just Jean No, no, right. no, no. Not Australian. <laughs> no, I wasn't. Maddie. I'm tired. Um, yeah. What did you guys think about um, tough guy French Stewart? Okay. Also, why was he like the smartest one? Why was French Stewart the smartest is, one? That made no sense. He is bossing everybody around, and his he arms is. are so skinny in those no sleeve shirts. You're like, who? Who is giving this guy any respect? Why he didn't feel like he well, belonged in this movie at all? I, yeah. <laughs> like, I buy it though. He he's make, it's, he's making film. up for it. It's like false bravado because he is the. Physically but he was the like, most he was like, you idiots, it means we're stuck here. Like, the rest of them just didn't understand. Yeah. Okay. But for some reason, French Stewart does. Uh, that was... In their defense, I still don't understand why are they stuck there. I don't understand <laughs> how they got there, and I don't understand why they can't go back. <laughs> they couldn't go back because he needed, he thought that the the Egyptian plaque thing that was going to tell them what symbols to, like, you know, like the yeah, old yeah, yeah. rotary phones. <laughs> I know that, but why couldn't they just open it up again from Earth? Because they needed the symbol for the planet the... they were oh, on. No, no, but no, this is a good point. He's saying before they went to the planet, why didn't they have a backup plan of like, yo, Earth team, if we don't come back in forty-five in minutes, uh, we right, fucking right, right. open uh, the portal. No, because yeah, exactly. Earth is hella then there'd dumb. be no movie. They Rick. had a line. Duh. They had a line about that saying like, "No, it doesn't work that way." Blah blah blah. And I went, "What? Wait, what? Yes, Why? It does. It's just a door. Wait, Open how doesn't it. it? Yeah, 
there's still people on the other side. They can open it. Yeah. Yeah, they absolutely That's a good could. Point. If it's you really want to get into the nitty gritty of the shit that doesn't make sense in the plan, and for this well, movie. and by the way, speaking <laughs> of the Stargate to begin with, I don't, I still don't understand how they turned it on because they're like, spin the thing. Okay, first Chevron is locked in. We're at twelve percent. Twelve percent of what? Maybe. <laughs> Chevron 2, locked in, 28%. What? Of what? How do you even know that? Maybe it doesn't turn on unless there's a valid, like, coordinates or something. I don't know. Well, Bryce was even like, they didn't even need, when they were stuck on the planet, he was like, they don't even need the seventh symbol. Like, Ra is going to open the gate and send the bomb anyway. He's oh, going to yeah. open the you gate for them. Go. Like, they don't need it. Just go then. <laughs> or just stand in the corner and watch whichever one it lands yeah. on. Oh, that's it. Yeah, right. Well, you would think that once they found out, you know, they got their language guy in because they thought it was a language thing. And then the second they found out it was actually an astrophysics thing, like, that Daniel guy should not have been in the movie the rest of the time. Yeah, they should have been like, fuck off, get me Carl Sagan. Like, what was he going to do over <laughs> on the other planet? Uh, he's a linguist. He will be able he's to talk to anyone. Brett. He's super important. But why uh, did they think they, there were even people? Because they there? needed someone to fuck the woman, Brett. They needed, they no, they needed someone to read. Point. They needed someone to read Egyptian hieroglyphs wherever they're going. I think that's why. I am still uncomfortable with the power dynamic of that sex scene, even even though they, like, tried to be like oh yeah we're actually not your gods like i just uh, it felt wrong mm. mm-hmm. oh interesting you mean the scene where the tribe gives a woman to the man <laughs> well okay. like a present? So that one but he, but he, no he did the thing the he, there was not a sex scene there because he was like i'm not doing yeah. that uh, but then later when they actually did the se- the closed curtain sex scene uh, with the with the uh, and everybody was oh, like, oh, when she's like, because you them. didn't want me, yeah. Uh, that one I was still uncomfortable with because I was like, I feel like still this is, you know. But Brett, they've they fallen in love other, after obviously. knowing each other for twelve hours. Yeah, it's been a whole day. They're married. <laughs> <sighs> I mean, no, I I'm totally up on board with you. Enough time for people to become attracted to each other and want to bang. Just it's this just the, true. The power dynamic is 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 all wrong there. She's have grown up in this super incredibly tough, difficult, rough life. She's just super attracted to this <laughs> that hair, human, the hair, this human shaped ball of play doh. <laughs> oh, okay, but like <laughs> who speaks every language and is very allergic to everything. So she she has this super tough life, and she finds out he's from this cush ass planet, and it's just like. Oh yeah, no, yeah, I'm in love with you. Oh, Take me with you. And he's like, I'm like, gonna stay here. No, like, don't <laughs> yes, yes. She was like, No, we should no 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 no. Take me with you back. Don't stay so you're here. saying Fuck, she's a no. stargate digger? <laughs> <laughs> but I was thinking about that at the end. I was like, but and it never dawned on me as a kid watching it. It's just like, like yeah, but bro, yeah, okay, she she's she seems nice and she's pretty but you don't have running water. You don't have electricity. You don't have healthcare. Mm-hmm. Like you get a splinter, you're gonna die. You're gonna get an infection and die. Like that's a good well, point. Well, you know, I didn't he, even think about that this time. Not if they he have got that kicked out of box. his apartment. So he needed a place to live. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Brett, do you remember how does she get there? 
how does he get back into the show? Does he just abandon his wife and the people on this planet? I don't think. I think. I think the show reboots it. Like it's the same stuff. But I don't. They didn't pick up where they left off, did they? Yeah. They the the American team goes back to the planet. Uh, Okay. Oh, he's just hanging out, and he's like, "Oh, she died." I don't know. I don't remember what happens with the wife, but I do remember the like military team goes back to that planet and he like okay. is this really good Googleable. at the language and stuff. Because I don't remember her being on the show, but I knew he was. At least the well, character. Her role was fulfilled. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, she died immediately after the sex scene and I was like, well, I guess she filled her role in this movie and they yeah. killed her off. <laughs> the only woman, she performed her womanly duty and must die now. Not the only woman. There were other women. Did but they the only- speak? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there was the woman who hired James Spader. And then there was the other woman that was working on decoding the information in the beginning. Don't forget Kurt Russell's oh, wife. Oh, oh, the military people. Yes. Okay. Right. I was thinking the planet. <laughs> oh, no. She, yeah, apparently she's the only woman on that planet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're they all did have, her brothers. They did have a lot of extras in this movie, though. Yeah. Right? That was crazy. <laughs> Dude, the scope those were of just this mannequins. film. I know. It's so yeah. big. That's what I remember, too, was just like swarms of people coming over hills. And, yes. Wow. And I think... I'm not 100% sure, but I think what they did was in a lot of those ridge shots, I think they would have both mannequins and people. Mm. So that way, like, it's all mixed in. they Some all blended in. Yeah. Well, you're breaking yeah. up the movement, right? So it's not like exactly. a whole block of people standing stone still, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then there was the first shot where you, like, see them all walking in a line over the dunes and it, like, goes over many dunes and, like, the very last and maybe the second to last dune, I believe, are mannequins because they weren't moving. But they're mm. so far away. Like, if you didn't know to look for it, you right. just wouldn't oh, know. Yeah. I mean, there were a lot of mannequins. I feel like the, there was, like, there's people climbing the ladders in that one scene, but, like, half of them never moved. And, like, mm. It's, mm. you know, I mean, I can imagine standing on a ladder for, like, 50 takes of a shot would be horrible. That's ideal use for, yeah. for a mannequin. I mean, it was really clever. Yeah, like really well done. It and did honestly, feel big. guys, this, yeah, like the, the, um, the set pieces and like the costumes and even like the cinematography and like the lighting, like were really good. There's and some even good stuff, stuff in like there. This, the CG for 1994 was actually pretty good, you know, minus the Alex Mack and the glowing eyes and the <laughs> whatever that like Bill and Ted going through space moment is. <laughs> but the rest of it was pretty good. I, yeah. I liked the rock glowing eyes thing. I don't know. It was eerie, is otherworldly. Um, yeah, it yeah, held I'm up a lot better than dated. I thought it was going to. Yeah. Um, I liked I, the when the they first turned on. Was- oh, the helmet was cool. Did you not like that? Yeah. And I said the helmet animation was pretty cool. Yeah, the helmet yeah. animation yeah. was cool. Uh, I liked yeah. when they first opened the Stargate and the, it's like the water gets sucked yes! through. Yes! And that was that real, was right? That was real cool. water at first. Where you it must see, have like, been because it looked so oh, yeah. good. Yeah. And yeah. then even it's when a, it was kind of glowing effect. there, it looked pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, I was surprised. And that they must have built that set piece, the big 
like where they come out on the gate on the other side. Yeah, that big because, temple. Yeah, because they had like some big aerial shots of it too that were impressive. Like for a while, I was like, oh, it's a miniature or something. But then they had these aerial shots with like people in it that uh-huh. I was like, oh, it's not. Holy shit. There were definitely miniatures too, though. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. The cityscape yeah. was all a miniature. And I yeah, think, and the pyramid spaceship thing. Yep, and I feel like the the <laughs> little two drones that they had flying around were had miniatures versions. Mm-hmm. But it kind of yeah. felt like Blade Runner a few times, where you're looking up at this yes. huge yeah thing yes. that has so many so little I, lights on it. Yeah, I wrote down that this movie is like Star Wars meets Indiana Jones meets The Mummy with a little bit of Blade Runner. Yeah. <laughs> that is this movie. Yeah. That's good. It's a cocktail of fantasy. Uh-huh. How do we feel about the this iteration of the, especially in the 90s, I feel like off-used trope of military mission to faraway place, one person of the mission has a secret mm. second mission that involves a <laughs> nuclear bomb that they brought with them. Yeah. They did it's, it in Armageddon. I'm trying to think yeah, about it. Armageddon is exactly years later in Armageddon. Yeah. <laughs> it's a very 90s trope. Of, mm. And like that, like pro military, like violence first. Uh, I don't know if it's an aesthetic, but attitude is just, I'm glad we're over it. There's, Are we? <laughs> In in film, yeah. I feel like, yeah. Because, uh, like, Star Trek Enterprise was just dripping with that. And, like, I, mm. uh, and seeing it here again, I was like, I'm, I'm done. Done. I mean, isn't that, like, WandaVision, though? Mm, well, like, the, but the whole point like, is that it's the wrong thing to do in WandaVision. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Yeah. Right. I just, that is such a bold move. And it's like, here is a nuclear well it wasn't a nuclear weapon it was an atom bomb oh oh (laughs) remember because at one point he was like you've discovered the atom oh that's why he said that i didn't understand wait so they gave him a freaking atom bomb i thought it was just like to blow up the stargate he was gonna like blow up the whole planet i think that because they had the fossil or something of those guys in the helmets, you know, on Earth, they mm. knew that there was going to be something oh. over there. They didn't know what, so you they thought, brought the saying, bomb oh, in case. Oh, okay, yeah, right. I thought that's what it was. But yes, Sam, they would have blown up the town and everything too. Right, it would have been pretty bad. Hmm. Yeah, but very it's a little American. light intergalactic genocide. Um, the yeah. bomb, by the way, what had what seven minutes on it or something. Was counting really yeah. fast. Did you see those numbers? <laughs> it was like, deet, 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 deet. those are not seconds, <laughs> Kurt Russell. You have way less time than you think. Damn. Oh, man. Yeah. I do also, go ahead. Uh, I was just say, it's it's one of those things that no one ever really makes it to the complaints department about. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> uh. And then you got the uh, the classic, the red digital clock. Of course, well, you had that to. someone bothered to build into the the warhead. Okay, so that was I don't know if that's the, uh, so much a '90s trope as much as it is just like uh, 
bad writing trope of how many times did someone ask what's happening here what's going on what is this and like <laughs> and like oh in the movie. while he's arming the bomb while uh fucking daniel is like writing shit on the wall and that dude just walks up like what's going on here he's like I, i'm drawing on the wall with this kid what the fuck dude like what's with the hostility <laughs> <laughs> exposition prompt he really, he really, really hated James Spader's character. He really hated that guy. Like, why do you have to be so he smart? Why do he you want to look around? He was jealous of his hair. I mean, <laughs> it's pretty bad. I fabulous. can't think of any other reason. Well, yeah, yeah. And then they, like, I was confused on where some of the sets were placed, but like, they found the artifact. Like in relation to each other? Yeah, they found the artifact yes. with the symbols on it. Was that at like a second ruin site? I or? do not know because I had that question where I was like, why is he looking for him? Isn't he in the same city that he's I, like, doesn't he I know? took it as like, yeah, old ruins maybe below the city. Because they had to have the horse. Nearby. They had to have the horse monster sniff his clothes to go find him. You yeah. know, like he wasn't the like. Horse I like those monster. horse monsters, by the way. It's very Henson esque. Yeah, those I thought awesome. so too. But so cool. <laughs> but also not Henson, and like the puppeteering wasn't the best. But it turns out it's because they actually just put masks on horses. Yes. What? Oh, it yeah. Was. yeah, that was an actual horse. I that was, was an actual horse. There were they two or three people like inside. a thing over. Me too. No, it's a horse. Oh. Isn't that amazing? It's a horse with a thing over it. Um, was the tongue a horse tongue too? Because it was nasty. <laughs> I was wondering was that. Grody. <laughs> I hope not. But we we were going back. We were talking about they're looking for him. Mm-hmm. It's a big city, guys. He could be. He could be anywhere. I guess. I guess. I was also really confused for a while, where I was like, "Where exactly is the pyramid in relationship to French Stewart?" When it first came, I was like, I'm not sure if it's landing inside the temple, mm. next to the temple, on top of the pyramid, so behind the, the temple. temple. Is just a landing Where is this pyramid is that, spaceship? Is that how they learned their prepositions on this planet? <laughs> yeah. Near, by, above. The temple. Uh, oh, man. Um, I want to ask. Did anyone else notice that the. The probe, the probe was just a a fancied up camera dolly. Did you notice oh, that, Rick? No, I did not. <laughs> I remember totally thinking was. we've come. Dharma, so did, DARPA has come a long way since 1993 because our probes look <laughs> a lot better now. Either they look <laughs> cooler, but they're still just fancy camera dollies. We sent a camera dolly to Mars. <laughs> yes, well, but you just. <laughs> It didn't get very far because when they when they go through, it's right there. Like, <laughs> oh yeah! <laughs> well, you saw right. the pictures. It was just a couple <laughs> it really photos. Didn't go far, and then they lost it. Um, also, it was photos of the Stargate behind it. So, like, yeah, it I, went through the Stargate and then like looked behind itself. Yeah, because I think they wanted to see uh, a lower megapixel rating than the. I think front they wanted to see camera. what the other side looked like because you don't know it's another Stargate. Could be. That's true. That's true. Anything. Yeah. Uh, Way to add reason things. to it, Rick. Jeez. Yeah, two I spent a lot of time that, uh, thinking about Stargate, guys. So just chill. <laughs> 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 He's just been waiting, um, for a chance to talk about this for years. He's like, when am I going to get an opportunity? Yeah. Yes. 
<laughs> Two things that are really dated about this movie are all the smoking. Oh, so much I've, fun. Oh, yes. yes. The and then... I love that, that to me scene, too. though. It was so good. Well, when he... Oh, the kids. Yeah. Which, oh, when he gives with the kids. Right. But I meant, um, and then uh, when Daniel is first, like, presenting to everybody in the uh, military base, and he's handing out, like, everything's on paper. He's handing, <laughs> like, paper, and he, like, unfurls. And it's a good little bit of, like, it's it's cool. It's a good little bit of, like, spatial... Yeah, it's cinematic. ...comedy type thing with the map and all that. But it's, like, I mean, now, not even now, but very recent very shortly after this movie would be made that scene is 100 percent like he's pulling up stuff on a digital display yeah. or something like oh, right yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. right which i kind of like what they i mean i kind of miss that where that whole like he's fuzzing around with the papers and it's like unfurling yeah. this giant star map yeah it's more analog serious and he's people. writing with a permanent marker mm-hmm. on a screen to like draw some yeah. stuff <laughs> yeah did anyone else die <laughs> during that like what are you doing no <laughs> Don't write on the screen. Yeah, I guess nobody ever fumbles with their digital presentations in modern movies, but we need to incorporate that a little more. Ash, make make a note. Somebody needs to have like the Microsoft Surface like wall and like can't fucking get anything to work. (laughs) (laughs) I guarantee you this is in a movie somewhere. I guarantee it. Are people like, wait, is this touchscreen or isn't this? Is it? Shit. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I want to know the thing. I want to know what you were thinking. Let's see who had. I guess Ash was the only one who hadn't seen this. What were you thinking when they first turned the Stargate on and they were about to walk through? Oh, what I was were you like, expecting to happen here. Like, where is this going? <laughs> I was like, are they? What if they're just all walking to their death and they're just slowly dying? Each one that goes in, <laughs> like, how lemmings? do they know? Yes. I was like, how do you even know that the person in front of you didn't just die? And James Spader was the only one that was like, maybe I'm going to, like, check this out first and, like, stick my (laughs) hand in and just test the waters. But the fucking military people just went right on in. Yeah, they only sent that fucking probe through. They they didn't throw it through, like, you know, like a cat on a leash and yank it back and see if it came back in one piece or anything. Like, (laughs) oh, my God. Listen, listen, you know, if there ever is a secret portal that they find with the military, they're going to throw an animal through first on leash. No, I watched Space Force. (laughs) Oh, God, no. But then and then when they went and got to the temple in the desert, were you thinking like, are they somewhere in time or a different place? Um, well, I I knew it was a planet. Yeah, I guess they did say you guys, they did say it. And yeah, you guys like said universe. how in the show they go to a different planet, but I definitely when they like turned around and they saw the three suns and stuff, I was like, "This is all." I mean, I have to be honest, guys. I don't know if it's too early to jump into this, but I loved this movie. It was fucking <laughs> yes! awesome. I'm so excited. So good. When Bryce I and saw I were, the like, three, they're watching it, and uh-huh. he, he we were like, we kept looking at each other and we're like. This movie's really good. Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> like, way better than we expected. When I saw the three moons, awesome. I had I didn't remember that. And I got chills a little bit. Like, oh, this is so cool. Yes. That's a good shot. Yeah. Like, the tone and, like, the cinematography was, like, classic, old-school, good cinematography. You know, yeah. like, when you see, like, a Spielberg or something. <laughs> big yeah, de- big and, cinema. And, like, the lighting so beautiful like just chef kiss beautiful 
and the set pieces, like all of it, and like that dude that played Raw, like he just yeah. looks so interesting. Like all of it was just okay. so. And I know that you can like pick apart the plot, and it's not perfect. Yeah, but yeah. like I, the whole time I was like, the scope of this movie, because so often, even like big budget like Hollywood films, sometimes the scope feels so small for some reason. But mm-hmm. this, like. Man, they got a lot of mileage out of it. It was great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that performance, the raw performance was so good. Like it brought mm-hmm. up the pretty mediocre performances of everyone that he was surrounded with because it was yes. just like the intensity and like the looks. Uh, yeah, so good. And his voice is so mm-hmm. weird. And yes. him being andro- androgynous. I, I can't like believe you're he saying. hated it. Yeah, yeah. It's like, what is it's this? A- is it a is it supposed to be kind of sensual or scary or mm-hmm. is he young or old? Yes. It's really supposed know. to be it's supposed to be off-putting is what they wanted. I read as and that's why he's got the kid army yeah wearing like not much like wearing weird outfits and well, stuff. Well that was, it was very much like a, supposed to be unsettling. An <laughs> Egyptian pharaoh thing too, right? Like they would have children servants, I think. Oh, okay. I could be wrong. I don't know. But it's interesting because it's like it's a thing that didn't bother me so much or at all in this movie, but it like strays dangerously close to like the uh, um, like the queer coded villain like trope that everybody tries to steer. You know, you don't want to have that in your in your mm. story. But like this wasn't that. This was just like. Th- just like a general vibe that was like, this is not, this has nothing to do with the character. This is just who they are. And right. also they're doing this crazy evil shit. I took it as like raw is a God and the God is not human. Therefore the God doesn't really have a sex. Right. So when yeah. the God took a human form, that human form is neither male nor female. It's like some sort of in between because he is neither male nor female, right. even though I'm using the yeah. he word, but um, they. they, yeah. yeah. That's the way I kind of took it. And yeah, like it totally also, worked in this one. Also, like gender is kind of a cultural thing and like they're not <laughs> of our culture. So why would they subscribe to our gender norms? Like they're just going to do whatever they want to do with their cool alien. <laughs> symbiote relationship there yeah and i would say like in contrast like the uh the problematic version of nearly the same character is like uh powerpuff girls had uh you remember him him? yeah yeah yeah. and kind of have the the same like kind of voice vibe going on Mm -hmm. and like uh, and it's like that's the wrong way to do it because it was definitely just like queer coding a villain versus uh yeah, this one was just like an androgynous as the character, and like this is great. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. super cool. And the design was amazing. Oh my gosh, the I think mm-hmm. the the raw everything about the raw character is my favorite part of this movie. Yeah, the costumes, the uh, that shot where they're getting out of the the chamber, and like the close up of like the one toed sandal, oh, like yeah. golden sandal. Like, oh, the detail that went into this, and I love the finger things. They're oh, yeah. so creepy and cool. Mm-hmm. Oh man, there's a lot of good great. stuff in this movie. I yeah. One thing I never, I remember being con- somewhat confused about younger, his, and they're given names, they're given the names of the other Egyptian gods, like Anubis and Horus, his, uh, his, his soldiers, his minions. Oh, okay. 
they seem stronger than like normal humans. Are they, but are they just humans that he's like brainwashed and like brought up? Oh, good question. I thought that they were also aliens. I don't think they were. That were being healed and lived on forever. That could be. I think the show, the show answers that question. Is like oh. anybody with a weapon also has the parasitic alien in them. Mm-hmm. Oh, is it but an extension of him? Uh they're like separate beings. Okay. Uh, in the show, I don't know. Like, and how the alien they f- makes you way more dope. Yeah, I don't know how they flesh that out in in the movie, or if they even, you know describe that but in the show like there are there's a hierarchy you know like there's the one that's in charge and then the people that protect them uh, but each mm-hmm. one is a different individual like animorphs <laughs> <laughs> exactly. um okay <laughs> except the only thing cool. they morph into is people mighty morphin people <laughs> the whole point is his is like original biological form he couldn't, he was dying, and he couldn't sustain himself, but right. for some reason he can, he can keep a human, human body bodies. alive forever. Yeah. And it uses whatever they're mining to do it. Quartz? Yeah. Quartz? Yeah. Oh, was it quartz? <laughs> it had quartz in it. Hey, the New it Age had, no, people a, have it right. They said majority They have quartz. healing properties. <laughs> <laughs> you just exactly gotta set right. them up around your bed. And if you mix it with an atom bomb, in it a becomes triangle. huge. <laughs> Yeah, double courts. I think he's just really. What I think Ra mean? really just missed a good opportunity. Instead mm-hmm. of being like a fascist dictator, Dick, if he had like, he could have had a legion of very loyal human followers. If he had set them up with like, help me out, get this mineral, so let me sustain. I'm gonna give you like paradise on this planet. You're You're, I'm gonna ma- use my technology to make you pot. gods. Like, let's work together. Work for you. Work for me, but like, trick. You could them, have I don't given know. them some more to get to go with out there, like some electricity. Yeah, <laughs> right. Well, Clean he did water. have some loyal followers. Those kids were ready to die for him. Uh, I'm not totally sure those were humans either. Yeah, that would make more sense. Were they guess, playing chess uh, or something at one point? It was a game. They're playing like a game. Yeah. I get the impression he's just a very, he's just like a petulant, narcissistic shit who like wants to explore the universe and his galaxy and his crazy massive pyramid spaceship and has all this technology and power. And he likes having living toys. He has like real toy, like his games and his living toys. And he has his mm-hmm. plaything puppet humans. And mm. and that's why he's Again, like, you know what? You're describing I, I an Egyptian I, pharaoh. Yeah, but I'm saying, and that's his whole thing too, is like why he's going to blow up our our planet. Because he's like, oh, I'm not like, you know, your God anymore there. Well, fuck you guys. I'm turning the table over. I'm just flipping the checkerboard. Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. fuck all you. He's just a petulant, spoiled little child. Well, not anymore. Yeah. (laughs) Not anymore. Yeah. He's blown up now. So, I mean, should we get into the wrap-ups? Ash, you started it off there pretty strong. Yes. Also, just really quick. I just want to say that this had one of my favorite 90s, 80s trope, and that was the enhance, which yes. I always oh, appreciate. Yes. Um, yeah. I-, <laughs> uh, I loved this movie. 
This was so much fun. That makes fun. me so happy. I love when you can go in and not know anything about it. And then it's like, <gasps> yes. how has no one seen this? Well, a lot of people totally. have. Totally. And- <laughs> and apparently some of them don't like it we found out thanks to the internet um but i yeah i really enjoyed it it like maybe because i went in with low expectations but i just feel like it looks really good for something out of 1994 this could have this could have easily looked way rougher Mm -hmm. uh and like we didn't even talk about the score that 100% 100% feels like Star Wars, but the score was still good. Yeah. The set pieces were good. Most of the time, the CG was pretty good. Um, I was really impressed. And, you know, there's definitely some plot things that weren't the best, but for a movie of its time period, I'm, I'm actually kind of shocked that it isn't more of a classic, like, and talked about more because I feel like, it was pretty good. And I honestly kind of want to watch the show now. I was yeah. like, this is a cool idea. I'm totally down. Um, I, f- I will be so sad that James Spader isn't in it. I feel but. like you'll have a Marvel experience with the show in which if mm. you like, you start from the beginning and you'll be like, oh, this is way worse than the movie. Mm. Uh, and, and it, and it takes literally like a couple of seasons for like shit to get together, but like all of the character building happens in the first couple of seasons. So it's like, mm. I don't want to skip a couple it. of seasons. Yeah. Like the first season, the whole first yeah. season is yeah, a couple of seasons is rough. And well, this is 90 a- seasons. Remember? So it's like 20 hours of oh, material. Wow. I remember when season, we were watching hours. it, it was like all of a sudden. Like, it was a new season. It's like, oh, it's the like, budget went up. Yeah, season like, two <laughs> is significantly better it, than okay. season one. Might just be the first season. Okay. Uh, but. Okay. Definitely by season three, it's all it's all up, up and awesome. But it might be first and a little bit of second. I don't know. But. Okay. Just saying. That's what I remember from season one was, we filmed this behind the studio. Every every shot is the same yeah. shot. <laughs> but the, the characters are. Uh, uh well sorry i'm interrupting your thing it's worth watching i think i think oh no i'm i'm done that's it i'm excited i actually at the end of the movie i was like why or before it got to the very end was like well now that they don't have the bomb why don't they just leave the gate open and now they have an intergalactic community and bryce was like and thus a tv show was born (laughs) right i was like oh right Uh, because what they find is there's stargates all over the place and they can now travel to all these different right yeah. Spoilers. That's awesome. Also, Brett made a good point. He was like, ah, in the show, they really solved that story loophole. They're like, it takes too much power and energy to keep the gate open. That's why it's only uh, open for a short amount of time. I thought, I I kind of understood that in this movie, though. It seemed like that. Did you? Okay. Like, they could oh, only yeah. keep just, it open a certain amount. They didn't turn it off on purpose. It just killed itself. And you're like, oh. Gotcha. Yeah, and that's, I think I I had made a comment at the beginning where it was like, I mean, yeah, it definitely shuts off either suddenly or randomly. And yet, when they turn it on, they just leave it running for a few minutes and all the soldiers just slowly stroll into the room and (laughs) James Spader's just like touching it. And it's like, fucking dude, you're gonna lose a hand. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, man. That was a good spot where they, where they uh, laid that guy down on the little teleporter thing, though. Oh, yes. Sucked yes. his head up through. <laughs> Brutal. Oh, that was... Also, 
I don't think any of you have read um, the Stormlight series. Well, I don't no. know. Maybe Rick, maybe you have. But the they totally the things that they were like wearing on their hands with like a gem that like did magic powers and stuff. That's totally in those books, and mm-hmm. they're called Febriles. And I was like, oh my god, they have Febriles in this. <laughs> it was so interesting. I've got one of those. It's a cell phone. <laughs> I can change the color of my lights with a cell phone. <laughs> Pocket magic. See, that's why I really love that that smoking scene, though. I felt like it was, like, such a cute moment that was, like, so innocent. And, like, I just really, I liked that scene a lot. Paid for anyway. by Marble. Yeah, Yeah, but the scene ends with him saying, like, you're right, this is stupid. And he puts it out. And, like, Mm -hmm. I don't feel like the message was smoking is cool. At first, it's like, you know, when you're a kid, you do think smoking's cool. And then he's like, oh, this is awful. And and he's like, yeah, this this isn't a good idea. Don't do this kind of thing. (laughs) I would like to I would like to offer up the alternative of you. You thought the uh, the four minute long, like slow pan of. Uh, that fucking long drag on the cigarette and he looks straight at the camera all sexy like like yeah I'm smoking and then the kid coughs and he's like oh, yeah, I guess I shouldn't be smoking like they knew what they were doing they knew what they were doing tobacco companies fuck you tobacco companies yeah <laughs> I don't know I mean I had that experience as a child where you see someone smoking you think it's really cool and you want to try it. Like, to me, that felt like a real human moment. Yeah. For sure. Oh, yeah, for sure. No, the scene was I, great. I, I think I'm Brett's not, I, yeah, no, Brett's saying it was still probably paid for by a tobacco company. Just, just like all the anti-smoking. Says, oh, it's stupid. Yeah. They spend four minutes with him making it look really cool. And <laughs> yeah. he's like, oh, yeah, but this is stupid. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, just like all the anti-smoking campaigns are run by the tobacco companies. And that fully explains why every anti-smoking campaign sucks. <laughs> like you want to be a sheep yeah i was gonna like, say what? don't be a sheep i'm sorry <laughs> yes and now i really want to smoke because i hated this commercial thanks <laughs> like i will i will smoke a cigarette just because you showed me this it's like reverse psychology <laughs> anyway i love this movie i i'm i'm very happy thank you rick thank you I'm so excited Yay. that you liked it, Ash. I, I'm always nervous with you. You're a bit of a wild card. Oh, um, I'm the wild card. Oh, interesting. I mean, I've lived with... That the- sounded more, like, facetious than I meant it to sound. I honestly <laughs> oh. was surprised. <laughs> I'm the wild card. <laughs> I thought oh, you I a- see. I thought you were making no, a no, dig no. at Brett. I'm like, I can predict <laughs> Brett better. Um <laughs> Yeah, I'm really glad that you liked it. It's super fun. Like, it's no, like, AFI's top 100, you know, cinematic masterpiece. But it's just fun. Like, Mm -hmm. fun adventure, fun world building. They really fleshed out this, like, alternate reality. Like, everything was so well-crafted and thought of. Like, the sound effects. Like... Yeah. Brought me back to watching the show. I'm like, oh yeah, like every little thing has those same sound effects in the show and they like are very specific and well crafted. 
Um, the aesthetic is super fun, even if it is very Cheesecake Factory. (laughs) (laughs) And the commitment to the fake language, like, there's so many scenes where we don't understand what characters are saying, and it's all just through context or, like, body Mm -hmm. language is, that's really cool. But it's fun watching him kind of learn slowly until within two days he can basically communicate with them. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Where they don't really, like, do any subtitles until he, he understands it. it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> really well done. Um, yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. I was worried it was going to drag and kind of not be great, but totally entertaining. Um, I thought it was a good balance of action and, like, suspense. Um, a bit tropey with the counting clock at the end, but, like, really fun solution. I really liked how they sent the bomb up to the alien ship. Um. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed watching it again. I don't know why I couldn't remember anything about the movie. <laughs> um, and it does make me want to go back and watch the show again. So I'm net positive. Very happy with mm-hmm. it. Yeah. To steal Pat's words. <laughs> no, they're for everyone. He is a writer after all. Uh yeah, I, I kind of feel the same way about this. I had a really good time watching this. Uh, for Are you going to remember it this as... time? That's the question. Okay. <laughs> I remembered absolutely nothing from this film. This was like a first watch experience <laughs> for me. I, I, I remember Even up while until... while you were watching it, it didn't come back to you really? No. I, every moment wow. was like, Even oh, forgot <laughs> Kurt Russell was in it, even though we were talking about it beforehand. It's bizarre. It's a, this was a very bizarre viewing experience for me. Um, but for a movie with as many just like played out tropes as this one had, and it had many, uh, like none of them really bothered me. Uh, the, the, uh, you know, <laughs> Sam, Sam was on fire with the jokes tonight. Like the, the, uh, fuck, what scene was that? They, they just started shooting at the, uh, the villagers. And Sam just sitting on the couch going, I feel threatened. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, and it's just like, you know, that, that whole like, oh yeah, the villagers are hostile. It's like, actually, you're the hostile ones or the, uh, you know, the, the reinforcements running over the sand dunes shot that's been done a million times or the, mm-hmm. uh, the, the woman has to die so that the guy can be heroic thing or like, you know, all that stuff where it's just like, normally I'd be like, I hate that that was in there. Uh, you know, it didn't bother me this time because this movie was so freaking fun. Um, it took, uh, I think the show ultimately is better uh, in the long run, but they took all of the strong stuff from this movie and developed it further, which is why, mm. like, the show wasn't necessarily bringing a ton of original stuff out the gate, except, except making, uh, <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> out of the Stargate. Oh. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> <laughs> so the show you know what you could you can get her back though when when she starts to go into labor you can be like open the star <laughs> visualization technique yeah actually oh my god you should write to 42%. <laughs> um but uh <sighs> God damn it. I forgot what I was saying. Sorry. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. You liked oh, it. No, you yeah. It, yeah. The, the, the thing that the show gets better than the movie, and you have to let me know if you agree when you watch it, Ash, is replacing, uh, uh, what's his name? The Jack, Jack O'Neill, 
with the guy that they have the in the show whose name is because I'm Googling it. Richard Dean Anderson. Uh, MacGyver. Yeah, MacGyver. Yeah. Uh, he is oh. so much better than Kurt Russell oh. in this in this particular role uh, because the show he's not the the weird like military bad guy. He's like just your jokey dad. Uh, <laughs> and almost everything else is the same in the show. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Kurt Russell really wasn't the best in this movie. It's not his best performance, that's for sure. No. And then also the show gets um, the guy that plays Teal'c, uh, Chris Judge, right? Internet? I don't know. Christopher right. Judge. Yeah. Um and that the addition of that character is awesome. So I feel like that's the thing is this movie. I'm just going to say it and I'm going to edit out. So it makes it makes it a little more concise. But uh, words mean things. Yeah. Everything in this movie was awesome. And the show just makes it better. So I hope you watch it uh, because oh, okay. this was all positive for me. Yeah. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. Watching it again. It was fun. And it's like any of this stuff. If you want to take a crazy microscope to it and dissect the plot. There is things in the plot yeah. that can be dissected, but a little bit of imperialism of it, in there. <laughs> yeah, none of it bothered me. Like while while in the moment, like in the moment, because you're yeah. just watching it and like like the setting and the visuals and all of the stuff around the flawed plot were executed really well, and it was very entertaining. So yeah, I'm happy I got to watch this. It's been a good long while. Thank you, Rick. I can't believe everyone yeah. liked it that much. I you know. always get this. Good no, this no. is rare. No, no this is pretty. Yeah. Uh, okay, I got two things. I can't remember quick. the last movie we all liked. Um, I love how the movie unfolds the whole time. Right, you're like in ancient Egypt, and then you go to present day, and then you see the Stargate, and you're like, "Where's this going? We turned it on. We're going through. Where are we going now?" We're on another planet? Where are we? There's a freaking yeah. Bantha over here with a saddle on it. <laughs> What's going on? Then you find a whole city and it just keeps unfolding and unfolding and unfolding. And you're constantly wondering, totally. like, what is next? Where is this going? Yeah. I love that aspect of it. It keeps changing. And uh, what else? Oh, um, we didn't really talk about this, but I liked, I liked the dynamic between... Uh, Kurt Russell wanting to just turn the thing back on. Let's get home. And James Spader's like, yeah, but I can't. I got to like look around a little bit because we need to figure out how that was their big <laughs> battle. <laughs> right. And uh, ultimately yeah. uh, he was right. James Spader's character was right. Cause the way he found the way back was learning to communicate, learning to mm -hmm. read what they you know, their history and all these things. And when he finally finds the symbol, it's just them finally drawing together. He's like, oh, that's it right there. I just liked that message a lot. That yeah. we got to build yeah. bridges. That's how we figure out the answer to these things. Instead of, just get us back, just get us back, just get us back. That's all it was. Mm -hmm. But yeah, like you guys, I, I liked it a lot. I remember it being this good. Yeah. When I was a kid... The scene where they're about to go through, I remember looking at my dad going, 
they're not going to show us, right? Because you didn't do that in movies at the time. And then when you go right. through, and it looks a little cheesy now, but oh, man, at the time, that was so crazy. Like, we're going <laughs> to actually see what it looks like when we're going through. Oh, man, that's amazing. But that's anyways. Rad. Right on. So thanks for watching tonight. That was so fun. So fun. Yeah, yeah. that was that was a I'm glad you guys really dug it as movie. much as I did. <laughs> um, what do you think, Pat? I did. I mean, I was short and sweet. It's oh, you already I liked it. it. was fun. It was entertaining. I'm I was just glad that everyone liked it. I'm forgetting you today. Every time, yeah. Ash, you forget. <laughs> yeah, I was just editing the an, an episode today, and you asked the same thing. Like, Pat, what about you? Oh, <laughs> uh, like I'm just I'm Shows looking out listen for to my me. Um, but yeah, and I'm no. not listening to him at the same. I'm just time. happy that everyone enjoyed it. I like when we all like. I love it when, especially with people. If it's a movie like I liked and someone who hasn't seen it before liked it, because that's a fun, that's fun to yeah. share. Things like that. And I like having awesome guests on the show. Rick, thanks for coming on, man. Oh, thanks. Yeah, yeah of course. Can I tell you how I found the show real fast? Uh, cool. Yeah, okay. I was going to ask you that. Ash put a post on Facebook that I happened to see about an episode, and I'm always looking for a movie podcast because I love listening to that stuff. And I went on and I was like, let's see what kind of stuff they've done already. Scrolling down, scrolling down. And I had just watched Killer Clowns from Outer Space. And I was like, oh, Oh. this should be fun. So I put on that episode. And I didn't know the whole concept of what you guys do. So I was like, oh, this is interesting. They're talking about it. And then towards halfway through, when you pause it, I was like, wait a second. They haven't seen this movie. Are they about to pause (laughs) it and watch it and come back? Yes, that's exactly what they're doing. Oh, this is such a great idea. I love the concept. So every time I get so excited, like, ooh, who hasn't seen this yet? And then hearing how they come back to it. It's so much more fun. I'll be honest, sometimes you guys let me down, but that's all right. Oh, (laughs) no. It's bound to happen. (laughs) You guys didn't like NeverEnding Story. That breaks my heart. Uh, did we okay did we but not? but was i right uh, do why did you have to bring up this one was i right yeah this is not this <laughs> I don't is remember not one you're supposed was, to bring is up is the child it was it a child suicide at the no end of the oh. <laughs> oh my god right. that's a fun theory uh, but no i don't think so but i do wonder how many people will listen to an episode about a movie and they like the movie but they actually they haven't watched the movie recently, and mm-hmm. they're going on pure nostalgia because we talk about that the power of nostalgia. Yeah, mm-hmm. where it's like, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, we've that's the thing. Brought, it, yeah, we we've definitely that's that's the science experiment of the show, and it's always been the science experiment of the show that I feel yeah. like was Nick's idea initially. Yeah, uh, yeah. and and the idea was like. You know, you haven't seen it in a long time, but also it wor- the show works best if at least one person hasn't seen it because then you can really test like, okay, are all of you just in nostalgia worlds or not? Right. You know, right. and this this particular movie is like, nope, you're not just in nostalgia world. It's it's a fun movie. Right. I agree, Ash. We are scientists. <laughs> yes. For if we're I, movie I have- scientists. The biggest disappointment from like other people it was when we watched Blade Runner, and oh, I don't. I oh yeah, I was the work. only one who liked it. I went oh, Pat back liked to it work. too, though. Yeah, but Pat, I don't think Pat was. On he the wasn't a host yet. I wasn't hosting. No. Yeah. I mean, I love Blade Runner yeah. though, but I wasn't hosting. Yeah, I went back to work the next day and was like talking to the stupid buddy crew and the. 
the director of Robot Chicken was like, oh, you watched, you watched Blade Runner. What did you think? And I was like, well, the cinematography's great. And he was like, yeah. And I was like, but the story's kind of dated. And he just, in front of the entire crew, just looked me in the eyes and then turned his back on me and then continued running the meeting. He was like, we're oh. done here. <laughs> <laughs> he never spoke to and me again. And I was like, again. you don't oh, talk smack talk. about Blade Runner. You just don't. <laughs> yeah. I made an enemy that day. <laughs> Sci-fi fandom, man. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, anyways, I love the show. I love uh, I love the the format that you guys have, and you crack me up all the time. So keep it up. All right. Well, right. thanks Thank for you. coming for on. Us. Yeah. Well, thanks yeah. for inviting me. That was never my, that was never my intent, by the way. When I give you guys a compliment, <laughs> but yes, happy to be here, anyways. <laughs> no worries. Uh, you want to tell the listeners where they can find you again? Uh, you can't <laughs> find me nowhere. I don't do any of that stuff. Okay. <laughs> okay good. In the, right, the credits it. of in Marvel. the credits. Yes. Um, if you if you watch any of the Marvel TV shows coming out starting next week, you'll see my name. Ooh. Well, you can't follow Rick, but you can follow us on Twitter at Let's Rewatch, where we do fun things like movie polls, where we let you guys pick the movie, which we really should do again soon because we haven't done that in a while. And uh, we also you know do who fun hasn't things. gotten to pick a movie is us, the hosts. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> I want to watch Superbad so bad, guys. Can we watch Superbad, Do you want to watch Superbad, Superbad? <laughs> Superbad. I want to watch Superbad. You, I can't tell you how oh, many times I've always been, I'm almost 14 been like, years old? Fuck it. I'm just going to watch it. <laughs> oh, um, fuck. But if, uh, if we or the host pick the movie, or the guests, I mean, pick the movie, I do the other fun thing where I tweet a still from the film and guys this time i picked a really hard one and <laughs> oh no um originally nobody guessed it with the first uh, screenshot i will a give a special <laughs> i had to do a second screenshot to which congratulations mitch as always came came in from it. downtown and scored mitch, that mitch, one mitch, mitch. Woo, woo, woo. but i have to give a special shout out to jamie who with my first screenshot guessed Paddington 2, which was pretty hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, um, yeah. Being wrong has never felt so right. Thank you for that, Jamie. Mm -hmm. Sam. Um, I'm literally talking. You interrupted me talking. Sam. Uh, if you like our podcast, please. Sam. Sam. Please write a review Sam. that just says Sam, 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 oh, five stars. Now somebody on, will on Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts. Thank you. We're part of the certainpov.com network. Go to certainpov.com and check out a bunch of other uh, amazing shows created by amazing, delightful, talented people. Like some of our uh, staples, Another Pass and Screen Snark and Saturday Morning Confidential. And our newest ones, uh, Panelology and Comics Quest and CPOV Autographs. Judgy Book Covers. I guess that one's not that new. Yeah, it's been there for a while. Yeah, they're great. Judging Book Covers. Yeah. This show, Let's Rewatch. I don't know about that one. <laughs> mm, I hear that one's pretty bad. And make sure you join us next time when we watch the sequel to a horror classic, Mama Dracula. Ooh. <laughs> 
martinpov.com.